back to the Port City Production Podcast. My name is Carson, and I'm so glad that you are listening to this episode right now. We have a great conversation uh, sitting in front of us. And here on the podcast, we say uh, that we want our episodes to be helpful, encouraging, and inspiring to you wherever you are, whether you're a member of our team here at Port City or you're on another team at another church uh, in a different part of the world. We just hope that this really is just something that encourages you in whatever journey you're on. Uh, here at Port City Production, we say that our mission is to create gatherings that inspire engagement and worship teaching and community, which leads us to the idea today of talking about our approach to video. And when we mean video, we mean anything that shows up on our screens, anything that shows up on our broadcast, any graphic, any lyric, anything that kind of comes underneath the umbrella of video is what we're going to begin to scratch the layer, scratch the surface of how we do it, why we do it the way that we do it, and some of the things that go into it. Uh, so today, uh, I've got three really great friends of mine, really great people. Uh, Nick, do you want to introduce Dave and Alan? I do, yeah. I'm really excited to have two good friends of mine here with us today on the podcast that have been on the team for a long time. A long um, time. It's Alan and Dave are their names. And Alan is one of our video directors. Dave runs a camera for us. And... Um, I'm going to give it to you guys for just a moment. Tell us just a little bit about yourself very briefly. Sure. A absolutely. Thanks. You guys set a really high bar. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Listening the to energy? that introduction, I was like, wow. Okay. Oh, it's so fun. We're, it's the a, podcast. Okay, I, I struggle right. to follow Carson's energy. No. Yeah. I was, oh, okay. It's I gotta, because I have a big I gotta, airway. I got to beef it up a little bit here. So, <laughs> all right. Um, so, yeah, my name is Alan. Uh, I've been on the volunteer production team here at Port City for, let's see here, uh, since about 2014, so almost wow. seven years now. And I started off just running a camera, a studio camera, uh, for several years. And then Nick asked me to move up into the booth and start learning some of those things and then um, started talking to me about being a director probably three years ago and it was um, an extremely daunting task watching what happens in the up in the production booth on a Sunday morning and all the different moving parts and pieces and it was definitely um, uh, stressful to think through but I love doing it it's a lot of fun I really enjoy being able to contribute to to what we do here on a Sunday morning that's good Tell us just for a moment, what do you do for a living? Tell us about your family a little bit. Sure. So um, I'm married. Uh, we have three kids. Uh, I have a 17, about to be 18-year-old in about another month. Uh, I have an 11-year-old and a 10-year-old. My oldest, um, is uh, her name's Allie, and then Terry is eleven year old. my 11-year-old daughter, and then Chris is my 10-year-old son. And they keep me very, very, very busy. I'm <laughs> um, just kind of thrown back to listening to Nick talk about the podcast from last week and naming his family. Um, definitely keeps our lives interesting and exciting. Uh, my oh, wife man. and I will sit on the couch and complain about how busy things are. But then we think about what life will be like when it's just us sitting on the couch. <laughs> so we enjoy that. Um, I am uh, an administrator in one of our local schools, an assistant principal. Uh, I've been in quite a few schools in our area and I love what I do every day I go to school or I go to work and it's something different and I enjoy working with a lot of the kids in our area yeah so Dave you've been on our team we were just talking about this what has it been like 13 14 years since 2005 2005 yeah, wow. yeah. you got me beat man well done <laughs> <laughs> 
I just didn't go away. It's like <laughs> you're coming back. I'm so glad you didn't. Yes, the team's changed a lot, but uh, I'm really enjoy enjoy doing this, so that's why I've come back. Keep coming back. But uh, my name's David. I'm from Wilmington, um, and so yeah, enjoy surfing and running. I work for a local advertising agency. I'm a graphic design and production manager. Um, so it's like visual is my thing. So enjoy running a studio camera and getting an opportunity to help train um, people to do the same. So it's, um, let's see, what else? <laughs> That's good, man. I, um, I forgot to say where I'm from because it's interesting. Oh, yeah. I am Canadian. Canadian. Right. Yes. Canadian, yes. And you may be able to hear it in my voice. I listen to myself. I recorded a message for something like three days ago and I, I listened to it again and I was like, wow. I really sound Canadian, don't I? <laughs> Not as much. As my, uh, my wife said, "Well, at least you didn't say a hey, or sorry." Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll take well, that. Well, you just did. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did, and we got it on. We got it on hard drive. <laughs> so right. And I'm from Michigan, so Alan and I have a lot of conversations about our travels because we take very similar yes. paths when we're visiting home. I love that. Yes. Dave, you trained me on a studio camera. That's right. I, I and love you did not last long. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all hear that right now? Uh, yeah. How I probably ran a studio camera for I don't know how long two, it was, but two months. You were fifteen. Yeah, I think about. fifteen. Yeah, fourteen and or fifteen. Ready to move on to something different. I know I couldn't yeah. drive. My mom dropped me off. Uh, early in the morning to volunteer, wow. and Dave taught me how to run a studio camera. I remember when you told uh, Pascal, like, "Yeah, I want your job." Well, and <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I hope Pascal listens to this episode. I, I bet he, he will when he, he sees will. your name on it. I actually talked to him earlier today. Shout out to Pascal. Uh, so let's kind of turn the corner into the conversation around video. Um, really, why do we feel that video is important? When you think about video in churches. It, there's a big range, right? Some churches have a projector on a screen with just some lyrics and some motion graphics on it. Some churches are like ours uh, that have cameras and broadcasts. COVID kind of made broadcasts universal. Uh, churches that never thought that they would have a broadcast now have a broadcast, uh, which is, it's caused us to change a lot of the ways that we do things. We're going to unpack a little bit more about that later. Uh, but what value does it bring to our ministry? I'd love to hear Nick, you kind of land some of the, or bring some of the vision that you have for video. And then Dave and Alan, I'd love to hear y'all's perspective as to how y'all have seen that kind of continue to grow in our team over the past several years. Yeah. So there's three things that we kind of push as you know, this is the lens that we want to see this through. This is what we're trying to accomplish. I don't like the word accomplish, but that's the best I have yeah. off the top of my head. But it's connection, context, and inspiration. So first and foremost, we're trying to help connect people to whatever moment is happening. You know, if it's somebody communicating or teaching, we want to help people who are watching in the room, at home, whatever the case may be, we want to help them connect with that person. Um, and connect to the message that's being given. If it's a worship leader, um, you know, if the band is in the middle of a song and we're trying to engage our people in worship, we wanna help people connect to that experience. Um, so that's the connection part. Context is a little more visual. It's um, probably a little more needed for people who aren't sitting in the room. So like our broadcast or people, you know, we get people who are sometimes sitting in the hall or in, um, the nursing mom's room, people like that. We're trying to be intentional with almost placing them in a seat, giving them the context of what does it look like mm -hmm. to be in that room? What does it feel like to be in that room right now and help them not just be a fly on the wall, 
but to actually help them be a part of the experience. And then um, inspiration is the other word I like to use, which is kind of, in my mind, more the creative side of it. Um, We like to think of this as our own expression of worship. So um, we're all for being creative as long as we're doing it in a way that helps us reach our goals at the yeah, same time. That's good. Um, there's lots of different ways we can be creative, but we try to be very intentional with trying to help people connect or create context as we're doing it. Yeah. Or inspire participation. That's a that's a good phrase too. To we want people to participate in what we're doing. Um, I think video is really helpful, especially in a church our size, because. Um, there's a lot to look at. <laughs> um, if you're at home, all you get is the lens of the camera. So that I feel like that's an easy one to explain why it helps extend our reach beyond yeah. our building. Um, so it's a great media to be able to get our message out in that way. But if you're in the room, it allows us to kind of help direct attention to specific things. Um, so you're not just kind of lost in the bigness of everything. Um, what else? You, what do you guys have thoughts on? This is the awkward spot in the podcast yeah. where everybody looks at each other <laughs> and says, Who, who's going to speak? Who's, who's going, going first? <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking about, uh, Nick, when you were kind of describing things, thinking about like from my perspective as not only uh, working on the volunteer team, but also on the weeks I'm not serving, sitting in one of the seats. And so it really kind of helps me frame what I look for on a Sunday morning, talking about, you know, the connection and the context and the inspiration, because it's not just about those people that are sitting at home in their living room. It's like you said, it's about drawing attention to things in the, um, in the service, because it, to someone coming to Port City for the very first time, it has a very, um, concert-like feel like we it it is a very engaging environment but that's not why we're here we're not here to enjoy being sung to and being spoken at it's it's about us engaging and so when I'm directing those are some of the things that I'm looking for I I remember what it when I'm sitting in one of the seats what am I what do I want to look at in the room like where should my attention be where is my focus I know why I'm sitting in one of those seats. And so I want to help people make those same connections. That's I don't know good. if that makes sense. No, that's, Absolutely. that's really good. And to be able to worship. I mean, that's yeah. what it's about. Yes. It's about worship and um, being distraction free just allows people to um, worship, um, be in the moment, um, whether they're watching the screens from in the building or at home um, and during the COVID, I think that was a, a big thing for me is just being able to, even though it was disconnected from the church, had the screen and it was able to worship in those yeah. times. And the video team did such a great job yeah. kind of drawing me in and helping me with that. Yeah. I, I think going back to really the beginning of our building is, is helpful when we moved into the current you know building and auditorium that you see most of our content come out of. Uh, the reason that we had cameras is because we have a 1700 seat auditorium and when yeah. you're standing on the back wall, and you're looking yeah. at the stage, you you're can't very, see the the face of the person who's pastoring you. You're who's, very disconnected. Who's, who's caring yeah. for you, who's leading you in worship. And that began the whole you know idea. We've, we've got to have cameras in this room. I kind of felt the same thing. I always said from front of house back, yes. if you're sitting at front of house or back, you're not looking at the stage anymore. Yep. 
you're looking at the screen. And that's yep. that was where we sat in the balcony or behind front of house. Yep. And I constantly was finding myself glancing up at that screen because you can't, there's yep. so much more definition. You can actually, you can see facial expressions and you can, it allows you to engage in worship more to me. Yeah. We have a balcony who that yeah. <laughs> is, is 120 feet roughly from the stage. Uh, front of house that you're talking about where it was originally was 70 yes. feet off the stage. So there, there's a lot of distance in between you and your pastor mm. and trying to bring people closer is certainly a, you know, a goal of video. But then you think about COVID and you think about broadcasting and you think about how many people like you're to your point, Dave, like they're sitting in their home alone or they're sitting in their home with their family. And that's the way that they're connecting to church is through the camera lens. And that's how we first started to grow. It's like it started with at Roland Grice and we would record and send it to UNCW, the Bernie yeah. Center. And then after that, it was to a movie theater. And then after that, it was a satellite yeah. location. So yeah. um, it was, you know, that was the beginning of growth was adding video. Yeah, you have really special context to the beginning of our church because I was n mm, nine, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, when you started volunteering. Uh, so you were volunteering even before Nick was on staff, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. I came around yeah. like two years after you. That's crazy. I, I I love that so much. I think that that's like just worth like celebrating yeah, I, so much. Like I'm impressed. Long. You're a veteran. Yeah. 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 Well done. We have a couple people who have been around, but I don't know that we we have anybody that's There's been around. There's not many who've been that long. Not on our team anyway. Yeah. There's others, but. Well, and I would say that speaks a little bit to the the culture of the volunteer, which I know we may get to a little bit later. Yeah. I'm yeah. not trying to jump the gun or anything like that. But for Dave, like most people don't stay in jobs that long, much right. less to freely give your time in one location for yeah. that amount of time. Yep. Speaks to your passion and what you believe to be true but also i think to a little bit of the church to be able to um take advantage of that i don't know if that might yeah. is the right way well to say one of that our values what? is servanthood and you really just exemplify that and when you think about running a studio camera and you joked i didn't stay there very long uh which is true uh but <laughs> like to to run a studio camera for as long as you have i mean that's incredible like you it's hard sometimes especially with our pastor who loves to run from side of the stage to side of the stage. I can say that. Uh, I'm, anybody <laughs> can say that, I guess. <laughs> he knows. He knows. He yes. knows. He knows. Uh, but it really is an incredible thing. One thing that I do think that the video team specifically like brings to our production culture that you're already kind of alluding to, Alan, and to our church at large is really a special community because yeah. of the size of the team. Yeah. Like we have six cameras right now that we're running. We have three or four CG operators on any given Sunday. Two or more, two or three more people in each the broadcast and the local video control room. Like, there's lots of video team members that help 10, 12, our team. Maybe even pushing fifteen people. It depends on the day, depends on the uh -huh. need, and you, you think about all of our online hosting, like having camera operators for that. This just for online. Like, the team has grown a lot because yeah. of video, which I yeah. think is incredible. And that's one of the kind of the an insider view, I guess, that we have that I don't know if others consider, mm -hmm. but it's so important to us that, you know, we have things like a video production team so that we have space to bring others into what we're doing and allow them to be a part of carrying our, our mission and our vision as a church, but also the community aspect. It's an opportunity for discipleship. Um, it's an opportunity for us to have collaboration and teamwork with one another. Yep. Um, so it brings a lot more benefit than just the visual of it. Yeah. 
So I think that leads us to the idea of how do we how do we equip volunteers? How do we bring on volunteers to that? Because it's no secret to us. Uh, it may be uh, unknown to anybody listening to the podcast that ninety nine point nine percent of our our team uh, any given Sunday on the video team is is one is volunteer and two has no prior experience yeah. in video before volunteering. Like yeah. I think we currently have one person who does this for a living. Yes, on one person on our team right now, and it's not any of us. None. I mean, right. you and I are on They're, staff, so I guess we do. But what I meant is none of us sitting here did this before volunteering at this right. church. That's Everything good. we know, we learned from somebody who came before us at this church yep. teaching us how to do it. Um, that being said, we've had some incredible people come before us. I mean, I want to shout out, you know, Mike Pascal and Tim Kane and um, gosh, who am I missing? And yes. Even like Evan Vetter earlier yes. in the day, early in the day had a lot to do with our team. Yeah. Um, these, these were guys who were really passionate about having a, um, an intentional vision behind yeah. doing this and doing it well and learning from other places, you know, other churches that we have paid attention to and tried to learn from, um, watching things online but we really do believe in passing the torch to other people and bringing up new people on and being able to teach them what we do and why we do it and letting them help take ownership in that. And we've all been a part of that process. And now it's very fun to be on the knowledge side of things and giving that to others. Um, Dave, you have done a lot of trainings over the years. Yeah. A lot of training, a lot of trainings. And <laughs> it is, um, it, it's a special time to, to see somebody who has jumped in for the first time and but they're still super nervous and then just equipping them with the tools they need to go out there and and do the job on sunday it's just you can see the like gives them a lot of freedom and mm -hmm. uh, makes them feel connected and part of the church so it's uh, it's a fun job to help train people yeah. yeah i love that connection that they are a part of the church as they're running a camera and they're doing the work of the church and that we are able to empower them to do the work of the church. Mm -hmm. We don't want it to be all us, even as leaders on the team from a staff perspective and for you guys as like leaders on the team as from a volunteer perspective, we don't want to hold all the opportunity. We want to give it away like we're made of it. And I, I love that part of our team. And I love how you have brought all of who you are into that. Alan, you spent some time just helping develop people in the control room, I feel like, over time. Allie, your daughter, volunteers yes. with you, which is fun. Yes, and we consistently get in trouble for talking too much <laughs> on comm. You probably don't get to hear it as much, but her and I will talk back and forth in, during Mike's message about different things that he says and – Nick would be like, y'all need to keep it down. I bet not really, but <laughs> I um, love the tone that you just that you just <laughs> put on Nick. Attributed to Nick, yeah. Like, <laughs> I think so. Nick just became eighty. <laughs> y'all need to keep it down up there. <laughs> but yeah, so I, absolutely, and there's definitely to me, um, from my perspective, there's a coaching piece that happens that I wouldn't be doing my job. I don't think as the video director on a Sunday, you know, helping the team if there wasn't a little bit of coaching, Nick and I are talking almost once a week and he's sharing videos and stuff about what he's hoping to see um, and where he's, he's trying to direct all of us as a team and kind of give us those, that coaching. And so being able to pass on those details um, to our volunteers who, yeah, they do something completely different. They show up on a Sunday morning, they give of their time for five, six hours, whatever the case may be. And then they, 
compartmentalize that and they go back to something else on Sunday afternoon, getting up for work on Monday morning. So it, I kind of see it a little bit of um, my job to prep a little bit so that when we hit, we hit the ground running on a Sunday morning, we can use that time effectively. And we've tried quite a few different coaching um, opportunities or venues or um, situations in order to try to maximize that time. And uh, some of them have been super, super successful, and some of them require more time or effort or people than we really had at that time. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, absolutely trying to um, kind of speak into some of the people that are that I'm working with on a Sunday. Um, absolutely. Yeah, um, we do. We try to do anyway a lot of team building. Mm-hmm. So it starts with training. You know, we onboard somebody new. And even if they are experienced, we still bring them through a process because we want to bring them under the the vision for what we're trying to do. There's many different ways you can approach this. So we want people to get the heart behind what we're trying to do. Um, We really want to try and steer the entire team in a common direction. So we're working together, not against each other. Mm -hmm. So even if it's just for that level, we still try to onboard people, starting them with some kind of training. Now, if they already have the technical and artistic ability, that's it's usually pretty easy to yeah. just bring them on. And it can that process can be pretty quick when it's somebody. And most of the time it is somebody who hasn't done this before. It takes a little longer to pick up on the technical and, you know, the the nuances that come with doing this. But um, we start them off by working with somebody like Dave or Alan or myself or somebody else who's been on the team for a while yeah. and is good at what they do um, and just have them spend time together. Start teaching them what you, I'll give somebody to Dave and say, Dave, come in, just show them what you do and how you do it. And you know, the, all the little details that they need to know, let them practice. We'll bring them in, you know, during band rehearsal during the week when there's no pressure, but we have lighting on, we have people standing on stage and there's ways to practice doing that. That was super helpful for me. I think is moving up and I don't, Dave, you probably might not remember learning how to run a camera. It's been so. My years. first time running a camera was just, hey, there's a camera up there. Get up there and run it. Yeah. And <laughs> this, this is the zoom. <laughs> this is the focus. Yeah. And you, you pointed at that Stages guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. The one with the microphone. It was right. very experimental. Uh, and you know, there honestly, there are people who are going to listen to this that that was their experience even recently. Still, yeah. <laughs> that's on me, guys. That's on me. Um, but we try not to do that as much. But yeah, those uh, band rehearsals, yeah, the, the the no pressure, being able to just practice in somewhat of a real environment was super helpful, especially once you get up into the booth. Like when I was on a camera, there was definitely a lot of pressure there, but it was localized and specialized to when you were getting ready to be live, when they get ready to call your number. I remember, yeah, when, when they would go to somebody else, like I'd take my hands down and like, Oh, I was cramping. And cause you're so <laughs> intense for that moment. And up in the booth, there really is no downtime. So being able to get used to that pace and that rhythm yeah. in one of those practice sessions was super helpful. Yeah. So I was starting to mention team building and then I got myself off track going back to training. But so we also try to continue having conversations with our team and Sundays, Sundays are a whirlwind these days. It seems like from the moment we get here from the moment we, to the moment we leave, there is very little downtime. We're doing stuff online now. 
you know, in between services and stuff like that. So we're very busy and it's hard to find a lot of opportunities, but we have had seasons where we have been able to get the whole team together and watch mm -hmm. back the previous service or just have conversations about, hey, what's going really well that we wanna make sure we don't miss going back out there again? And what are some things that we can work on to improve on it? And so when I say team building, you know, we'll have team nights and things like that, but we really just try to embed it into our culture to be willing to, every one of us, to be willing to kind of approach this with open hands and be willing to ask, what can I do to make it better? Um, which gives us great opportunities to have conversations as a team and steer everybody in a common direction and with common goals and vision. Um, and on a Sunday morning, it helps loosen everybody up too to hear Absolutely. somebody say, I really yeah. enjoyed that shot. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, you know, you can see it release we a little bit of stress. We get to encourage each other. Right. Yep. Um, we also try to create a culture where, you know, we know we're not all professionals here and this is an opportunity. Now we do want to do things to the best of our ability. We want to try and give a hundred percent, but gosh, there's so many moving parts. We mistakes are made, technology fails. And in those moments, I love that we can kind of laugh together as a team and do what we got to do to pull it back together and, and address it going into the next service. But I love that we're not going to try and shame people or put people down or make them feel like they're not measuring up. We, all, everybody's welcome. At the same time, I love that we pay attention to those things and try not to let it happen again and not just let it be okay. You know, we're, we're just here loosey goosey doing, you know, our thing and having fun, but there isn't still intentionality behind it. Yeah. Nick, you have a really great phrase that you've been saying for a while that I think incorporates yeah. that. And I get it from North Point. I think I can say that. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm Brad Brett. I'm 99% confident I think is the it comes one from that we heard North Point out of first. Atlanta, but um, it's strive for the ideal and give grace to the real. And I heard that at a drive conference and it has just stuck with me. I just love that okay, we're going to, we're going to paint a picture for the whole team that look, this is what we want to strive to do. This is the mark we're trying to hit and here's why. And at various times we're going to miss it either by mistake or, you know, something that was out of our control or whatever it may be. And in those moments, we're going to give grace for the reality of, we have a lot of people. We have a lot of people who are new. We have a lot of people who don't live in this, you know, technical world day in and day out and there's a lot of moving parts and we're doing the best we can and when things happen it's okay i've heard you say that phrase so many times i've actually started using it at work yeah and people are like what does that mean and i'm like and so when i explain it they're like oh yeah i like that and i, yeah. I want to say i've even heard some of my coworkers using it now oh i love that. that's awesome yeah because it, it, it it really makes sense and it's a great way to i didn't know to that share thanks it. for sharing that that's awesome yeah absolutely yeah because uh, as you guys know at a school Nothing ever goes according to plan longer than first bell. You know, the minute the first kid walks into the building, yeah. the plan gets shot. So right. we always, we strive for the idea. We plan for it. We do everything we can, but we understand that that's not always possible. Yeah. Well, I, I love just to, just to sit here for just a second. I love that you mentioned that because when we started talking about what, what's the role of video and we started talking about how it contributes to our church, that's right there. An example of you picked up something that was encouraging to you because you volunteer on a production team at your church that now encourage people in a local school in our community and is now continuing to ripple out throughout Absolutely. the world. I, I think that that just like underlines that production is not all about lights, cameras and sound and cables and all those things. Yes, it yeah. is. 
but it has so much more to offer than it's that. It's a con- it's a point of connection. Yeah. Um, for a church, like I, I view the team that I work with as my small group hmm. because I living life with them. Like when, yeah. when we're going through, when I went through some rough times and my wife was sick, what a couple of years ago, I had production members texting me and calling me, asking me how things were going. So it's a, it's a point of connection yeah. for me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's powerful. All right, so kind of turning a little bit of a corner uh, to some of the gear that we use. Uh, we, we try not to make podcasts all about gear, but... Because uh, I listened to the sound podcast, and about 30 seconds in, I was like, oh, I'm gone. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. So, like, uh, there, was more, there was more letters in that than I was yeah. like, oh, I'm gone. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Call uh, it what it is. I think we've done good up until now. We're about to take that turn. So We're about to. For yeah, everybody yeah. listening, get ready. Here, here comes the turn uh, to some of the gear that we use. We just feel like this is helpful. Uh, for if you're on our team, things that you can put in your Google search bar and begin to learn more about. There's lots of YouTube videos about most of the gear that we use. Um, one piece of gear, there's very limited uh, resources on, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, <laughs> but if you're at another church or at another team and you're, you're watching what we do, we just encourage you. Uh, this is what we have accumulated over a, a long time. And this is what our church has been investing in for a while. Uh, so, Nick, you want to walk us through what we have? Yeah. So, um Gosh, where do I start? There's a lot of things we could go through. I'm not going to try and get two in the weeds, but um, we have a two bus switcher that is kind of the hub of everything um, in our auditorium. And it's made by 4A. And when I say two bus, it means it's got two main um, outputs. Outputs. Yeah. You can, two, su- you two can switch between sources and, one and send them to different destinations in, in a nutshell. Um, so all of our cameras, all of our computers, you know, everything that uh, honestly a volunteer is sitting behind and running is coming into this thing and we get to choose what is live, what's what's showing on the screen or what's showing on your phone and your TV at home um, at any given time. And then um, in our broadcast room, which I think we're going to do another episode about broadcast, so I'm not going to get too much into that either. But in our broadcast room, we have... Um, another two bus switcher that is made by a company called black magic design we have a couple hitachi studio cameras that sit in the very it's actually the front of the room some people think of it as the back of the room but opposite the stage next to the doors where you walk in and uh, behind all the seats and they sit up on a pedestal they're on a tripod you sit in a chair most of the time when you're running it and um, Dave stands. Dave likes to stand during the music. You have anyway, to stand in the worship. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you got to do that to keep to yourself it. awake and stay focused. Um, I wouldn't be able to do that. These are like our I wouldn't be able to stand during worship because <laughs> the camera would be going with the music. <laughs> you just wouldn't end well. <laughs> nope. I like to stand when I do it too. Um, but those cameras are used for more of our like front and center shots. They can do our wide shots, but we use them often for like our waist up, elbows, elbows up shots. And then you're following that person. You know, when Mike is up there um teaching dave you got <laughs> you got your job cut out for you <laughs> you're it's quite a challenge it all depends on the to, day right to keep it is, up with it them. is yeah, the caffeination keep level that, keep them in that bad. frame <laughs> and uh on the floor and on the stage we're running some canon c100s um several of those have uh 70 to 200 millimeter lenses and um, a couple of them have what are they 24 to 70 yeah we have we have a couple of those yep so um 
those cameras are getting side shots. We're seeing more of the crowd for context in those shots. Um, we're doing more like rack focus and stuff like that for creativity. Um, one of them is on a, a dolly. So it sits on a tripod that's on a track and you know, we run it up and down the track. Um, and then one of them is on an easy rig and we keep it on the stage primarily by the drums. And, um, so an easy rig is like a backpack that you wear and it's got an arm that comes up over your head and the camera hangs from the arm. So that backpack holds the weight of the camera for you and it keeps it right there in front of your face and you control it. Um, it looks like uh, an alien walking through yeah, the auditorium when it's dark. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so we try to keep is. that person hidden in the dark. It's you, definitely fun. If you're really watching easy. for it, yeah. yeah, if you're really watching for it, you may catch them in another camera shot on occasion. Uh, we try to try to keep them out of the way. Um, we're also using a couple Panasonic camcorder style cameras that are old. as old as Dave and I. <laughs> I think <laughs> they still look decent for what they are, but um, vintage. You know, that's a, that's an example of, you know, we often have to get pretty resourceful with what we have and what's laying around to, um, accomplish, you know, what some of a dream that we have. Um, and we use those right now to shoot, uh, what we call the pre before service. Um, and then, uh, for CG content, which is computer graphics for those who don't know, lyrics and lower third slides. And, um, when we need to, you know, play a video or something like that. Um, we run a program called ProPresenter, and we're running the newest version now, Pro, ProPresenter 7. Um, we have five CG computers between the auditorium and um, our broadcast room for online, and they all have various functions, and it allows us to do layering for various reasons. It allows us to you know, page a parent, you know, when our children's ministries need a parent to come get their kid in the middle of a service without sending it online. So, I mean, that's just a random example, but that's why we're using so many different sources. Yeah. And some of those have deck link cards in them. So they have four outputs per computer. So that's right. There, there's, yeah. There's Five a- machines <laughs> is more like eight outputs. <laughs> yeah. Eight you, it's crazy. You buy, you buy a video switcher and you're like, Oh, we're going to have plenty of inputs. And then you fill it up on day one. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like sound stories. Uh, you run out of inputs way faster than you think. Uh, so that's a good, like 30,000 foot view of yeah. some of the gear that we use. We just say that, uh, to answer the question, if you have seen some of our content or you're on our team and you're like, what, what is that? Or what's kind of, what are y'all using to do what you do? That's why we mentioned that. Um, to land our time today, um, I'd love for us to just throw out some some things that are a part of our strategy, things that we we hold on to, um, things that we aim for when we're like cutting cameras together and as we're holding cameras in our hands, what are some things that we're doing and that we're aiming for? I'm not sure what you're asking. I'm so, gonna be honest. <laughs> okay, so when we're trying to have conversations with the team, and we're trying to tell them this is this is what uh, we want okay. you to do, and this is why. Yeah. So think of a camera position. What are we asking them to do, and why? What are things that we want to be intentional when you're calling sure. shots? What are things that you're processing as you're making decisions? What you want to show? Okay. So from from my perspective, up in the booth, one of the things I'm trying to engage people if it's if it's during worship, I want to engage them in worship, and one of the best ways for me to be able to help showcase that is to show the face of 
someone singing and truly worshiping to try to, especially for people that are not in the room, it's hard to feel the Holy Spirit when you're sitting on your couch and you've got a cup of coffee in your hand, you're still wearing your pajamas. Whereas when you're in the room and you're feeling the music and you're seeing the lights, like it's a lot easier. So really trying to draw people in. So showing the worship leader's face. And if there is an opportunity where like we all get, well, most people get excited when like a guitarist just takes off on his guitar. Everybody's like, whoa, who's playing that? I want to see that. And so you're like, okay, here's the person playing that because for all the people in the room, they just turn and look at the guitarist. Well, you can't do that if you're too far away or you're sitting in your living room. So trying to do that as well. And also making sure that we're keeping our focus on the things that we want to focus on. Like, in other Mm -hmm. words, if there's somebody speaking and they're sharing important information, we want to make sure that their face is on the screen and uh, larger, basically, to create a little bit more intimacy. So it looks almost almost like a a conversation between you and another person, because we want everyone to know, like this information, we believe this information is important for you. Yeah. And so we want to do what we can to support that. Yeah. So running a studio camera, I'm trying to show what you hear in the music. Mm-hmm. Um, not being being tied down to a platform, I've got to be as technically sound as possible, um, but also trying to use creativity and giving the best um, composition. Um, so those two kind of run into each other a little bit, but at the same time, um, you know, I'm able to layer and um, give good composition and show um, worship leader, maybe the guitar in the background, the drums in the background, um, it all comes down to be, being really technically sound also and uh, not moving too fast, not moving too slow, not move, being too jerky um, and causing distraction, but um, just kind of making everything seamless. And then also I've got to be, as camera one, I need to be live anytime because the director is going to come back you to me. You are definitely the go-to. Yeah, the go-to. And <laughs> uh, with If all that, else fails, go to one. Yeah, with <laughs> yeah. that, it, it also, uh, the best, the hardest thing to do is know the director uh, every director has mm-hmm. different tendencies to call at different times. Um, so uh, just kind of what what is the director looking for and try to stay on that shot as much as possible. And you got to be on your toes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as cameras go, everybody has a zone that they have to cover. So we give mm-hmm. them an area. Here's where we want you to stand. Now, some of our mobile cameras can roam a little bit, but they still have a designated area that we want them to kind of live in. And then... They have specific things we want them to shoot. So, you know, certain people are kind of assigned to worship leaders. Certain people are assigned to instruments or to bounce between a couple different things. Um, We're trying to not be distracting. I mean, when we say that we we want to direct attention, we're not trying to direct attention to ourselves. We want to just kind of be a medium to help draw attention to something else or someone else. And so... Um, we try to live on the on the outside of the room, up against the wall, in a corner, you know, in the dark somewhere, as much as we possibly can. Obviously, people are going to notice us to an extent, but we try to disappear as much as we can. And then um, when it comes to our cut, I would say one thing we're trying to do is to kind of match the energy of what's happening. Um, in the music, when things are real low and calm, you know, we're dissolving, we're taking our time with our shots. We're doing a little more rack focusing and trying to be a little creative in those ways. Um, when there's high energy, we're cutting and we're cutting pretty quick a lot of the time. And we're just trying to help create or support, you know, what the band is doing in those moments um, and make it engaging in that way. 
And then one other thing I'd like to mention is we, we really are trying to create a worship culture. We want a worship culture as a church and as a mm-hmm. team. And so um, we try to have that mindset in the way that we're shooting. Now, yes, I agree. We do want to see a guitar once in a while when that's you know really standing out in the mix or that's a big part of the song. We want to see the drums, um, but we're paying a lot of attention to okay, who's worshiping up there? Who, whether they're singing, whether they're playing an instrument, who is actually worshiping in what they're doing? And we're, we're going to show that because that's going to inspire others to participate in that way as well. Um, so posture. They're posture for is a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Good word for that. Because we want to lead by example, yep. right? Like yep. when we think about as a production team, we are, we are leading with the people on the stage. Right. Like we are together. We're not on the stage, but we're all one team leading people to the feet of Jesus. And we've got to be unified and we've got to be all having the same goal. So for a production team to want to have a worship culture, that is a little bit different. Uh, But it is like DNA for us. Like we 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 believe what we do in worship walk hand in hand um, every step of the way. We've talked about this in another podcast, but I just want to say it again because it applies to what we're talking about all the art and technology that we utilize is just a tool. It's just a Mm -hmm. tool to be able to reach people and help them walk with God, which is our church's mission statement. And uh, so, I mean, that's the bottom line of the whole thing, right? Yeah, Yeah. that's good. Yeah. I think that that's a great landing place for the podcast today. Alan, do you have any final thoughts for? No, I appreciate um, being able to be a part of this. And I love, I love, um, being able to come in, I look forward to, to the Sundays that I work. I actually, we plan our family events around my church schedule. I love that. Um, <laughs> yeah, my wife knows that I work every other weekend. And so every time we get ready to plan some, we'll be planning three months out. And she'll be like, are, are you working at church that weekend? And I'm like, eh, let me look through it. And no, no, I don't think I am. And so, yeah, we'll in order to, to participate in what happens here on a Sunday. That's really cool. I, I feel honored that to be a part of it. Yeah. Dave, you have any final thoughts? Yeah, it is a big family and it makes a yeah. large church much smaller. Yeah. And you know, face, you know, people's names and know more about them. And it's such a large church that that really helps. And, um, Another thing that speaks volumes to our team is, I think, how consistent it is watching video from one Sunday to the next. Mm. It's it's a very consistent pe- um, piece of work that we, a product that we put out. That's and good. I'm very, um, I'm proud of it. I think it's, it's, you do, everybody does a really great job. That's really encouraging. Y'all do a really good job, and y'all help lead our team so well. And I love you guys, and thank you for doing this with us today. Yeah. This has been fun. Thanks for all the yeah, work you guys enjoy, doing. I've, I've enjoyed it. it. I thought we could have talked for hours. Yeah, I, <laughs> I've been watching the, the the timer over here, and I was like, wow, yeah. that does not feel like that at yeah. all. <laughs> well, I think that's a testament to being friends, and like you said, Dave, being family. Like you, when you are family with people and you're doing life with people, like time does fly. And I feel like that sometimes on Sunday mornings, like things are so fun and so engaging as a team. You get to the end of the love, and you're like, wow, where did where did the morning go? So I'm just really grateful that you took the step to be on the podcast and to lend your voice to who we are becoming and what we're learning. 
as a team and therefore as a church together. So I'm really encouraged right now. I hope that you are encouraged as you are listening right now. I really hope that today we gave you some things uh, that you can ask some more questions about, that you can dive into, maybe you can engage with us on. We would love to connect with you. If you're not on our team, you can go to our website, portcityproduction.org. There's a little contact button right up at the top right-hand corner of the website. You can press that button and send us an email. We would love nothing more than to talk to you. I love talking on the phone. I, people make fun of me for that. Uh, I would love nothing more than to talk to you. I think it's super fun to connect with other churches and other teams. And if you're on our team, uh, we love you. And we just hope that this episode like encourages you to take another step in what you understand about video. If you're not on the video team, or if you are on the video team, now you know that Dave and Alan are great people. Uh, to go to and ask questions to. And Dave's been around a long time and Alan is Canadian. Yeah. The, great details. That's the takeaway. That's yeah. the takeaway. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we can say anything better than that. Uh, uh, so we are really grateful uh, for your time and you listening to the Port City Production Podcast. We hope that it has been just really encouraging, really helpful and inspiring to you today. We hope that you have a great rest of your day and we'll see you back here on the podcast real, real soon.